Psalm chapter 23. I'm going to dedicate this podcast to my grandma, Leona Ruth Brewer. When I was in college, she used to write me letters that had Bible verses and stuff in them to encourage me. And she wrote me a letter about Psalm chapter 23. And in her letter, she told me what every part of the verse meant. So I'm going to tell you what she told me. Verse 1. A Psalm of David. Jehovah is my shepherd. I do not lack. King David wrote this most famous song. He said, Jehovah is my shepherd, which means the Lord is my shepherd. The shepherd makes sure that wolves do not attack the sheep, among many other things which we'll discuss in this chapter. And my grandma said, Jesus protects us. I know that there's been a time in your life where you nearly drowned or you were in a car accident or you had a sickness or a disease, you fell out of a tree or something happened where you could have died and the Lord saved. He's constantly protecting us even when we're in sin. And that's because he wants to preserve our lives so that we can repent of our sins and be saved from eternal death. The shepherd also makes sure that there's no wolves in the flock. Jesus will speak to us through his Holy Spirit, and he will warn us whenever we're listening to false doctrine or whenever we're listening to apostasy, which is when people teach Christians that they're allowed to sin and that they can get away with their sin. That's apostasy. And that is an attack from the wolf, because if we do engage in willful sin and we don't repent, we will go to hell. Jesus said that several times in the New Testament. But there's a lot of wolves out there, and they call themselves teachers and pastors and leaders and book writers, and they will make you believe that it's okay with the Lord if you sin, because he died on the cross. But that isn't what the gospel says. So there's a lot of people who will tell us false doctrine that will cause us to lose our eternal life. The good shepherd feeds the sheep, and he feeds us with his gospel. It's his gospel We get his gospel namely from reading the Bible, but also he can speak directly into our hearts through his Holy Spirit. Jesus is the only perfect shepherd. In this verse it says, I do not lack, which means there's nothing that I need. And my grandma said, this refers to supply. He'll give us the food, the water, the security. He'll give us everything that we need. Two, in pastures of tender grass, He causeth me to lie down, and that means that he gives us peace, because when the sheep can lie down, they're very peaceful. They know that nobody's going to hurt them, and that their tummy is full, and they have nothing to worry about. So that's peace. By quiet waters he doth lead me. He leads us to water to drink as well, and it's his eternal life. Jesus said, I am the living water, and that means harmony. The Lord brings harmony into our lives, which is when things are as they should be, not balanced as the New Age people call it, because the New Agers say, oh, you need balance. You got to have a little bit of everything in your life. And that's not true. What we need is harmony, not balance. Harmony is when you have the right things in your life. We don't need a little bit of everything. We need the right things according to the Lord's will and at the right time. Harmony is when a note is made at the right time so that it makes sense and it helps the song. We don't just dabble into a little bit of everything. 
the Lord will bring the right elements into our life according to his will. 3. My soul he refresheth. And my grandma said that this means healing. He refreshes our soul by healing us. And did you know that in order to be healed, you have to die to yourself? All those demons of torment and fear and loneliness, all those terrifying demons reside in the flesh, and the flesh is our evil desires. So when we die to ourselves, it's like we're burying those demons as well and kicking them out of our life. They don't reside in our spirit. And that's why the Bible never said, die to your spirit. It said, die to your flesh. It's your flesh that you have to crucify. Because our spirit is the part of us that communicates with God and his Holy Spirit. It's the flesh that we crucify and the demons get crucified with it. Because of that, we get healing, emotional, psychological, social healing. When we die to our own willful desires, then Christ alive in us dwells and we obtain his personality traits which are not depression, not self-hate, not anxiety, not fear. He doesn't have those personality traits. Those are the personality traits of demons. That's why dying to ourself is so important, because the demons can only live in our flesh. They can't live in our spirit. But Jesus Christ is alive in our spirits. So then we obtain his personality, and we're no longer mentally ill. We're no longer afraid. We no longer feel lonely. We no longer feel desperate. We lose all of those demonic personality traits. And then it says, He leadeth me in paths of righteousness. The good shepherd tells the sheep where to go. And when we follow Christ, who is our good shepherd, he shows us the path of righteousness, which is the path of life that will keep us out of sin, a path that isn't with people who are a bad influence and it's not doing things that would lead us to sin. And my grandma said that means he gives us guidance. People have life coaches, and life coaches give you advice, but it's often the wrong advice. Jesus gives us guidance, which is the advice and instruction that we actually need. And it says, for his name's sake, to glorify his own name. And my grandma said, that means that he gives us purpose. When you live for the Lord and you're doing what he wants, you have great purpose. Before I became born again, I felt really lonely and without purpose. And I was really sad that I didn't have a family because I lacked purpose. So I didn't know who I was or where I fit in in life. But when I obey the Lord and do what he wants me to do, then I have great purpose in him. I don't worry about not having the same life that all my neighbors and friends have. My only concern is that I have the life that he gave me and that he wants me to have. It's not a shame to be different anymore, because as long as I'm doing what he wants, I don't care how different I am. 4. Also, when I walk in the valley of death shade, I fear no evil. And we do go through the valley of death shade at times. We might have an illness or we might face a lot of loss with our relatives passing away or we could be in big trouble at work. My grandma said that the valley of death shade is any darkness in our lives. 
And when it says, I will fear no evil, my grandma says, that means we have confidence in the Lord Jesus Christ, that he will get us through whatever we're going through. Right now, the economy is sinking, but we have confidence in Jesus Christ, that he will meet all of our needs, for thou art with me. And my grandma says that means he is always by our side protecting us. So we don't need to be afraid of anything, including somebody telling lies about us or somebody leaving us or somebody threatening us in any way. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. The rod and staff are tools of the shepherd's trade. The rod is used to ward off attacking animals. And the hook of the staff can be used to grab a sheep by the chest and guide it where it needs to go. We start going astray because we want to experience what we think is more of life. And that little sheep sometimes wants to experience more of life and say, I wonder what's over that hill. I'm going to go check it out. And they'll leave the flock and they'll leave their shepherd. So he uses the staff to give the sheep direction. My grandma says that gives us instruction. We need instructions from the Lord on how to live. Good instruction will always give you comfort so that we can get through life successfully. 5. Thou arrangest before me a table over against my adversaries. And that means that he sets up a banquet table for us in front of our enemies. Now this is going to happen on the great wedding feast of Christ and his bride. When he takes his bride up to heaven, the first thing that will happen is a huge wedding feast. All the demons will know that we're up there having dinner with Christ. But in a literal way, this verse is referring to the table lands that a shepherd prepares for his sheep. The shepherd has to find a flat area that is easy for the sheep to graze on because they don't have to climb and there's no cliffs where they're going to fall because sheep are not good climbers. So he finds this flat zone and then he has to prepare it for the sheep to be there. He has to nourish the ground with salt and minerals to make the good plants grow. He also has to pull weeds out so that the sheep won't eat poisonous plants. And he has to dig out the springs that are there so that they have fresh water flowing. He has to actually service the land before the sheep can graze on it. And that's also what this verse is talking about. The Lord prepares a life for us when we get saved, a life of spiritual safety, a life of spiritual shelter and spiritual nourishment. He provides us with a church family. He provides us with his gospel in the form of the Bible. He provides us with the wisdom from the Holy Spirit to know what kind of music to listen to, what kind of things to be exposed to, where we should go and where we shouldn't go, so that we can have a life that's safe and isn't full of weeds and where we're well-nourished spiritually and there's no cliffs or ditches that we would fall in and where we don't have to climb in areas where we're not able to climb. He puts us in a place that we're ready for. That's just a real beautiful image of what the Lord does for us. And my grandma said, that means provision. He has provided a spiritual place for us while we're here on earth in which we can be safe with him. But he's also provided a heavenly dwelling for the future. He has made a place for us in heaven. Thou hast anointed with oil my head. 
And my grandma said, that means we are consecrated unto him. The Lord always had the priests and the kings be anointed with oil because they were consecrated to do his work. When we give our life to Jesus, he spiritually anoints our head with oil. Therefore, our lives are all for him and nobody else. We're not riding a fence. We're 100% for him to do his will. My cup is full. In some translations, it says my cup runs over. It's an image of the Lord filling your cup with wine and it overflows and he gives you more than you can drink. And in the spirit, he does give us more than we can drink. He gives us gifts, his personality, which is the fruit of the spirit. He fills us with joy, unspeakable, and he takes care of all of our needs in an overflowing manner. Remember when he fed the fish and the loaves to the thousands of people, there was always leftovers after everybody had a full belly. And that's how it is in the Christian life. He'll give you more of his traits than you're expecting, and he'll give you more boldness, more grace, more mercy, and all of the things that you need to share his gospel and resist sin. And my grandma said that this means abundance. Whatever we get from the Lord, we get in abundance. Six, only goodness and kindness pursue me all the days of my life, and my dwelling is in the house of the Lord Jehovah for a length of days. In other translations, it says forever, and that's what it's talking about, because the length of God's days are forever. His goodness and his kindness has pursued me my entire life. There's so many times when I really deserved to go to hell and he didn't let me go and he preserved me until I would repent. And there are so many times when I could have been harmed and he kept me from harm. And even little things like the birds that are outside my window, they give me joy and comfort. And he's the one who sent the birds. He's the one who sent the butterfly that I saw yesterday. And he encourages us even in ways that we take for granted often. And my grandma said this last verse refers to our eternal home. In our eternal home, we will experience nothing but goodness and kindness, and it will be forever, and we will be in the Lord's house forever. And that concludes Psalm chapter 23.